Welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief. We're playing every mission of the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We'll be playing the Assault on the Control Room mission from Halo Combat Evolved on the next episode. This episode, we're debriefing the silent cartographer from Halo Combat Evolved. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside Oren DeMang. Hey, guys. And Krista Brown. What is a silent cartographer? Well, we'll find out later in the show. (laughs) Actually, I don't know if we ever will. Uh, So on the last mission... Chief rescues Captain Keys, who's being held captive on a Covenant ship. There's a whole lot of other stuff that happens, so you have to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Um, this mission, um, Chief and a squadron of Marines storm a beach in search of a map room that will help them locate the Halo's control room. Along the way, our favorite Spartan gets to drive another Warthog, shoots a gaggle of aliens, and gets to have some fun with a rocket launcher along the way. The date of the game, uh, so it's the next day, finally. We've made it to the next day, September oh, 20th. <laughs> uh, Master Chief gets his work in. He, he, it's all, you know, we, consol- we consolidate our This whole event, really, is like he's, yeah. <laughs> he's working overtime. He's working hard. Yeah, he's sweating in that, in that suit of his. Uh, September 20th, 2552. Um, so, yeah, we start off on the, on the beach. We, this is our uh, Omaha Beach storming. Um, against all the aliens that are already um, in pursuit of this control room. Uh, I love the, the beginning of this mission because I love um, Faux Hammer. And um, <laughs> I love the the uh, the intro that she gives you, the little touchdown, hit it, boys. Um, she's fantastic. And, it just, the, and the, the, the music is upbeat right away. Um, Oren, give me, drop me some knowledge. How did you feel c- coming out in this mission? Um, well, well, first I want to say, hey, what's up to everyone on the show? It's my first appearance. Um, been a long time Halo fan. A lot of fun. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to to playing more of these uh, missions and stuff. And uh, I, I, I like how this is kind of the first mission that I've played in the, I'll say, the classic Halo um, era in, in quite a while. And so it was, it was nice to, to go back into it because this is a pretty iconic mission, I'd say. If um if you had to ask any person who knows just a little bit about Halo, some part of this level would probably come up, and uh, and so because of that, it's it's just or it is because there's just so many elements that you can do in this mission, a lot like the last mission as well. But um, but it's easy to kind of re- reference to you know it's I love that beach mission, right? You yeah, know, it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's it's very isolated it's in that way to mm-hmm. where you, you go to this new location. And you, you are able to drive around the whole little island, and then you're going to different structures inside and discovering, you know, where where you got to go. And then a door is locked, and you're like, "Well, crap!" And then you move around and just continue discovering parts of the island, and then uh, it just continues to encapsulate what the first game's a lot about is kind of figuring out what this structure is. Um, and mm-hmm. so we've gotten a lot of that in the second mission. And then a little bit in the next, and so this one just kind of continues that and and continues the cadence throughout the the game. So that's I think that's one of the reasons why this is such a, uh, I guess highly um, 
uh, I don't know, accoladed or talked about mission. Mm-hmm. Um, the storming the beach is always always good fun, and it's kind of a, like a war story trope, and uh, kind of claiming the beach and then setting up. You don't really set up camp, but uh, you kind of get that sense, and then you you just kind of go out. And, uh, well, there's, there's layers to the mission, too, kind of like what you're saying is, you know, start on the beach, um, you know, do the beach thing, and then you do some climbing, and then you go in some buildings, and then you, like, go down into the depths. So there's actually, I forgot about kind of the tail end of the mission, how far down you climb. It's Oh, it's my nuts. gosh. <laughs> I always get lost at that part. <laughs> yes. It always makes me so mad. I'm like, God damn it, I just want to get to the map. <laughs> Halo in general, I feel like this game in particular get lost a lot. <laughs> I know. We've I've gotten better with most bit. missions. Like Pillar of Autumn's fine. The library is usually fine because they added the arrows, but it's just the silent cartographer. I can never find my way to the silent cartographer. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, yes. I, I have a hard time always leaving because I try to take the path that you're supposed to take out. But because you can like jump over different things with like gravity to get to the mm-hmm. to get to the map room is always I find a little easier. And then you're trying to be like, oh well, crap, I can't go up this wall. So like now you get turned around, and then because e- even coming at it from a different angle, it, it doesn't look the same. Uh, and uh, so it it is a little on the confusing side, but it's part of kind of the discovery and and how everything is so foreign. Um, I, I yeah. was I was playing on the uh, the classic graphics i don't know about you guys oh, nice. um and I, I don't remember if they put any other visual indicators in the updated ones like they did on the, li- the librarian level um they had some no lights they did it for there. the silent cartographer they, i think there some of the doors might have had lights i switch back every once in a while just to kind of see um i think i actually on the beach i like looked at the wall uh or i guess the rocks um and there was like this very well designed. Um, it looked like a hatch in the side of the the wall, and I'm like, I wonder what that looks like in the old graphics. And it was very basic in the old graphics, so mm. it's, it is fun to be able to kind of flip back and forth. Well, and the skybox is so well done in the new graphics. There's actually like little islands out there, and there's some weather. And when you switch mm. to the old graphics, it's just flat sea of nothing. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Barren <laughs> water. Yep. Waterscape, but um. And let's talk about some cool stuff. So, Oren, uh, Oren, tell me about the uh, weapons that you use when you're playing this mission. We haven't really talked about that at all yet. Um, what's your go-to? Do you use pistol? Are you an assault rifle guy? Well, I really like um, kind of like ranged weapons um, and kind of the more uh, modern games. So when I'm playing this, I really like the pistol because it's, it's the Halo 1 pistol. Yes! You can't really beat that in this game. Um, so I do lean a lot towards that in most of the missions, but for whatever reason, specifically in Silent Cartographer, I almost exclusively use it unless I'm in like a heap. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, I think it's mainly because it's so satisfying to kill those hunters in one shot. Um, and, uh, and like, I just feel like a boss when all I need is two bullets because it's just pow, pow. (laughs) Um, well, it's good for like the, cause especially on the um, beach in a lot of spots, but it's a good for range. And then it's also good for you know you know mid range too, so it's pretty. It's actually a perfect weapon for the for the beach. Yeah, and even storming like the the hills with like rocks and trees. It's it's like it's it's such a versatile weapon and in, uh, in this game. And uh, and like I said, I don't know what it is, but it's just it just I just want to use it more now for like other missions. Oh, it's completely overpowered oh, well, as well. True. <laughs> And it, it was funny because, like, there you know, you pick up the rocket launcher, which uh, later in the mission, and 
and I found myself like, oh, I'm shooting this guy with a pistol, and I had this rocket launcher in the back pocket the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, Actually, speaking of the rocket launcher, well, I mean, we don't get it for a while, but can you go backwards in the mission? Have you guys ever tried that? Because it's just a big circle, right? Yes. I don't think the um, I don't think the pelican populates if you go backwards and you go and you try to go there first. I don't oh, okay. think the rocket's there. I think the pelican crashes and then it populates on the map. Gotcha. So, yeah, Though it's been a while since I tried it, so maybe yeah, that's Yeah, or how even, it works. I wonder if it's there when you, before you even go down. Like, even if you go through the uh, mission linearly, linearly um, it may not spawn until after the cutscene um, when you actually activate the, There's a couple cutscenes. The, ma- yeah, the, the map room. So I could, but yeah, I wasn't paying attention to to see where where that might be but i can see it hidden that way if that's the Mm -hmm. case that makes sense so let's see here we're going to find so we could talk about the closing closed door thing right so you kind of go up through um (laughs) the little i don't know alleyway thing or whatever it is um and then yeah well, I guess, you know, you find the structure, right? So you kind of you hop on the warthog. Oh, we haven't talked about the warthog yet because I got another quote from Fohammer. Did somebody order a warthog? <laughs> yeah. You know our motto, we deliver. <laughs> oh, I love that. She's great. All of her quips are amazing. Yeah, it's very good. Um, so then we'd have some more warthog fun. And then we find the structure um, and then kind of, you know, you know, obviously clear out the area and then hop down. And you kind of... And you, you stop short, right? Because you think you're going to go in and find something, but then the door just closes right away. Um, well, you got you got to remember the most important part is before the door closes, you throw as many grenades yes. as possible <laughs> into the door. Or if you're going, and can for you that kill that one? The, the white elite. The you mean the gold one, the one with the sword? Uh, he's white on my game. Oh, I don't is know. he, he white? white to me? Yeah, uh, you can kill him before the door closes. The cutscene where he walks out of the door still plays, but then he's not there when you go back. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, it's fun to do the grenades. And then you actually kind of just... You, you don't have to sit, stand there, I guess, but then they have a long kind of dialogue back and forth about trying to figure out, okay, what do we do next? Now we got to go override. Let's go do some overriding. So have you, you guys... Um, um, well, real quick about this door. Have you guys done the uh, the Warthog glitch where you can or I, yeah, I guess it is a glitch where you can jump through the door before it closes uh for like this oh the no speed i haven't run. like like to hardcore speed run this mission you drive your warthog all the way down and then when you um when you go down there you drift and do a hard uh left or no hard right so then the driver's seat is facing the door and then as you pop out it pushes you through the doorway before it closes and then oh, you dang. essentially skip what? the whole other part of the mission and uh and so you what? can you can speed run this mission in like five minutes um wow that's a, that's insane yeah, holy it's, shit it's pretty crazy so a lot of does a lot of all the restarts does all the covenants one. like uh do they spawn too like on the way out like I afterwards do you know don't remember but i feel i think they i think they do I don't know. I haven't, they probably I haven't, do, I haven't you done it in a while. Button. Yeah, I think. Well, actually, I think what it is is when, because um, if you go to the right and activate that cutscene um, where he like kicks the rock down, maybe that might trigger and like resync the game. But if you're mm-hmm. on the other side, you may get there before everyone spawns, and then after the cutscene, maybe they're they're populated there um, on the way out. But on the way down, maybe not. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure though. I I don't really remember, but. I just remember being frustrated as trying to trying to practice that 
that drift over and over again. It's, Did you do it? Yeah, I've done it a few times. Um, but it's, it was mainly to get the, uh, the, the speed run achievement. And so I, I would go, and then after I would spend like three minutes not getting it, <laughs> I would then just restart the mission. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Um, so, but uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty good. I'll send you guys a YouTube clip. I like it. Nice. Yeah, th- I mean that's the great thing about Halo games is that there's, you know, it's a linear game. It's it's a big sandbox, and then there's there's a lot of stuff that you can break. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's you can have a lot of fun doing that along the way. So you get back in the so we hop back in the the Warthog and just kind of we we're just traveling around this island um, counterclockwise. And then um, we we'll see there's a crashed warthog that we get some some goodies in along the way, and then we kind of get to this little hill area with, with some some rocks, uh, a bunch of elites and grunts. And uh, the other good thing about this mission is you can just run past a bunch of this stuff, so you can decide oh, to fight if you yeah. want, or you can just say, "Nah, peace out. I'm gonna go up the hill." <laughs> um, and then at the top is uh, once you make it through, and I think there's some jackals in there, right? Um, and then you get to the top, and there's just two, hunt- two hunters just chilling, just waiting for you. And a big old structure right there. Uh, do, do you guys ever make out what that structure is? It's just something. I don't know. Some. I can't make up with. I can't make out with, like what, each of the structures are because the other one has like a weird saucer like on it. It's really mm-hmm. strange. The second one. So I mean, they're both kind of strange looking. I think it's just the graphics at the time, but. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, to kind of jump ahead to the end of the mission where you actually descend down. It, when you're, when the camera holds, looking back up, it looks like it just kind of slid underneath the surface and then just kind of slides back. So I don't, I don't know exactly how it kind of works because it doesn't look like there's like a. It almost looks like it floats away and then floats back. Um, but in terms of what purpose does it serve aside from just the yeah. uh, doorway to the sewer system <laughs> or whatever? Right. Um, yeah, it, it it is very interesting. Uh, I mean, I, the outside looks pretty interesting, I'd say, uh, but structurally, it is a little puzzling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's supposed to be alien, right? So yeah. Um. So then we have a terminal here. We'll talk about the terminal later. It's a long terminal. It's a super long. Terminal. Yeah, it is a pretty long terminal. Mm-hmm. Um. So the little you know, grab the little yellow glowing thing, um, in there. And then you, um, yeah, then you can con- continue up um, and then make it down into the structure. And this is where I n- noticed, at least, I'm sure there were before, but I noticed the, the purple pods. They're just kind of plopped around everywhere. Do you oh, guys... like the, uh, like in later games, they're weapon pods. But yeah. for this, it looks like a control monitor or mm-hmm. something. Because some of the Covenant, like later in the mission, are actually like typing on it. Like it's a computer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, but it's never explained. Yeah, it's never really it's just, explained, it's just, right? Yeah, there was just of kind of alien, right? It's got like antenna on it and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're more or less just to make the to diversify the mission a little bit. But the first and last time we see those <laughs> in a game, <laughs> right? Um, and then let's see where are we now? Then we kind of we get, we made it past the hunters, and then we're starting to go down to the structure, and then we find a panel to hit, right? Um, we got to make it out all the way down to the uh, to the to the room, the override room, um, and then we do get to, and then you, that's where we get that cutscene, and then the, the the elite does pop out, right? He yeah, it's just a cutscene of the door opening and the elite walking out. I wish that if you killed the elite, the doors open and it's just like his corpse lying <laughs> on the floor. That would have been great, but yeah, 
um, and he's got the sword, right? And he that's a it's a pretty badass looking uh, suit of armor too. I think it's me. the it's the zealot armor from Halo Reach. Oh, okay, yeah. Did they except see, it's gold? Halo Reach would have been out, so they yeah. This was after Reach yeah, was so the anniversary. Um, I didn't flip back to the other graphics, so I didn't look at the the old cutscene um, armor, but I'm sure it looked cool too. Oh, with the sword, the sword elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's just a I gold think it's suit just of a armor. gold skin, basically. But it, yeah. the, the, the I don't think the the armor is any different. Not that I know. Yeah, the old the old elite models they're all the same suit of armor. They're just different colors. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then right here is where we get the bandana skull. Orin, do you get the bandana skull ever? Um, I have. Yes, uh, where you get the grenade jump on top, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yes. Um, I'm terrible at grenade jumps. It's my worst. Uh, I, I hate when, <laughs> I'm when really bad skulls, at it terminals, and achievements require me to grenade jump. Because uh, every... And what really what it is, is because every game has a different, like, grenade physics and, like, grenade timer. So, like, when you throw... Like, when you throw a sticky grenade in Halo 1, it takes, like, three years for it to blow up. Um, <laughs> whereas in other games, you know, it, it doesn't. But... It, but uh, but yeah, bandana skull is a lot of fun uh, when you kind of turn it on, on on those like bigger missions like assault in the control room and and uh, well, the a great skull to the have. library yeah yeah because it's what unlimited ammo right mm-hmm. yeah yeah it is so if you're not familiar you're kind of you push the button you know to, to do the override and then there's a couple um, I guess entry or exit ways out onto the um, to the outside of the structure. And then far in the distance, you can see something, a little dot. And I don't know why they decided to do that, put the, the, the skull way over there. But they must have known that grenade jumping was a thing, and they wanted to give people a challenge. So um, you, what you do is you essentially just stick a grenade, usually a, um, a plasma grenade, so it kind of sticks in that one spot. And then you kind of run, time it so that as you're jumping over, it explodes. And then the physics will take you up into the, to the, uh, the roof then you run down and grab that skull. And then there's a sec- there's another fun way, Krista. The easy way. The, the easy way. <laughs> it is much easier. So um, where the bandana skull is is the exact is the exact uh, corridor that you use to enter the room. So all you gotta do is just you know grab a friend and one of you go out onto the little windows in the corridor and just inch yourself out as far as you can onto the ledge of that window. And then your friend just kills himself until he respawns on top of your head. And then he just jumps up and grabs it. It's perfect. It's way better. <laughs> wow. It's just the better like they way designed to do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's good. great cuz if your if your companion doesn't have anywhere on land to spawn, they'll just spawn literally on your head. So, mm-hmm. yep. That makes sense. Hey, got to take advantage of it if it's an option. Is there is there a second skull on this uh, this level too on one of the like mounds? Yeah, famine. Yeah, I don't, have we got we haven't gotten there yet? I don't think. Oh, oh, through. sorry. But no, that's it's when fine. we exit. Yeah, it's it's soon. I, it I didn't put the... it down in my notes. I forget to get it too. So, um, anyway, so we grab that bad boy and then head out. Do you guys know if you can turn the skulls on mid mission, or does that no? You cannot. Okay, so you have to wait to use the bandana skull. Yeah. Well, and since it's Master Chief Collection, you have all the skulls unlocked when you first start up the game. That's true. So this it's is not like the uh, original CEA where you had to collect them to be able to use them. Mm-hmm. So 
This is just for that that sweet, sweet achievement pop. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so then we head back out, and we can run past the the hunters that were waiting for us um, originally. And then they also added some stealth elites, and you can kill them, or you don't have to. You can just keep running. Um, head back down the hill, and then they actually do a little a drop ship with some, some jackals. And I, I think that was kind of a sticking point for me on Legendary, this kind of back down the hill area. I don't know if you guys played it. Uh, what are you playing on, Orin? Are you playing a Heroic? Or? I was playing on Heroic. Okay. How, did that did, was that a sticking point for you at all or did you make it down clean? Um no, I made it I made it down pretty well. Um yeah, it, yeah, heroic's kind of my go-to difficulty, so I I, I kind of handle it pretty well and Yeah. Um but yeah, there I mean there's a few times where I kind of have to just take a cover cuz I I'd rather save my health in uh in CE in case I need it later, I guess, but um but yeah, overall for me it, it, it was just pretty straightforward. Not 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 easy, I'd say, but but a good good fight. So Cortana here says that um, she orders in some heavy weapons because of all the hunters that she's seen. And shortly afterwards, once you kind of get back out to the beach and start continuing going counterclockwise, you find a crashed pelican with a rocket launcher, which is great. And I love those rocket boom. launchers. It feels so good. See, I never, I never actually like walk down the hill. I grab one of the overshields and I just jump off the structure straight to the oh, uh, pelican. <laughs> Is that not what you're supposed I to guess. do? Are you supposed? To I don't walk? know. That's what I always That's do. That's why, because I, I actually had that thought when I was. Um, I guess because they're all there's like a bunch of overshields right there, aren't there? And that yeah, because yeah. like so I, I always grabbed, just grab an overshield and jump. Yeah, I grabbed an overshield and I was like looking for like the ramp down, and I was like, "Is there not a ramp here? Do you are you supposed to just jump down? Is that why they give you the overshield?" Um, Probably, yeah. Because I yeah, because I was thinking about it because it's like, well, obviously the weapons are there. Cortana just said that to you, so you're inclined to go to that specific point. But if you were to walk all the way back, you'd be on the other side of the island. So that's what I always do. I always walk around. Walk around. Oh man, I, I guess <laughs> no. I just gotta, jump right you down. Jump. You gotta join us, Colin. Man, dang, bonsai. Go straight to the pelican and get your rocket launcher and your warthog. And the warthog. That's and your skull. Um, and your skull. Yeah, the skull's there right above it. Oh, jeez. It's so much more efficient. To, I should just I play with you guys. <laughs> Stop playing alone. You're uh, adding like an extra five minutes I that know. are not needed. You could be doing other things with that five minutes. Um, is this the Spanker rocket launcher, do you guys recall? Or is it yes, that it is. Different? Okay, this yeah. is the sweet Spanker then. Yeah. I think they're, all, so good when I think he they're always the Spanker except for five. Oh, okay. Yeah, five was the first one to not have the Spanker rocket launcher for whatever reason, but then they added it. As a legendary weapon. That's right. Um, it feels so good loading this bad boy up. It feels oh, yeah. Just, yeah. The, the clunky like, nature of it is in. just yeah. oof. You just feel yeah, so just, powerful. And you could throw... So th- one rocket that Hunter was killing him for me. Uh, that's a normal, though, so I'm sure it's not the same on Heroic. I'm um, not sure, because um, I... I my hunter killing weapon of choice is the pistol. <laughs> That's true. But um <laughs> but they're actually Oh my god, a hunter one pistol <laughs> yeah. shot. Oh. There were actually a few a few red elites survived a rocket blast. Uh I don't know if, oh. if I wasn't shooting right at its feet or something, but um or maybe because I was shooting at its feet and not at its person, it might have didn't absorb everything, but I'd just switch and, you know, just two shots or or just give it two rockets on heroic so I, I can see a hunter withstanding a, a rocket blast 
Um, let's see here. Now where are we? So we go back. Essentially, we go back to the. Gotta go um, back to the door from here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we head back around. I just kind of keep going, driving around in the in the big old circle. You get back in there. What's um, also and cool then, if you if you save some of your marines too, they're actually still standing there. Um, oh yeah, in that's the right. beginning, oh, really? so you mm-hmm. can go and grab from the original. Them, uh, if if yeah, enough of them are alive. Yeah, well, and they were all there for me because I put in normal, and they all survived that. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're just easy. waiting. No, I guess Chief will just, just do chilling. the mission. We'll just hang out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, where'd you go? All right. <laughs> where did Chief go? Oh, we'll just stay here till he comes back. I'm not going in there. <laughs> um, yeah, so we finally get to go behind the door, and then that's where we talked about the, the cutscene where he kicks down the, the rock, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's such a random cutscene, but it adds so much ambience to mm-hmm. the lo- rest of the level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I really I really like it because of actually how like the end of the mission is when you when you actually take your whole ship kind of down there, not mm-hmm. there specifically, but when you start advancing to the next mission. It's like a good sort of like uh I guess foreshadowing, foreshadowing or, um yeah. but like mm-hmm. it, yeah. it 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 just introduces the idea of just how vast of a network this halo is um and just all the intricacies of it uh so yeah it's it's a very a very nice mood scene that's not yeah. required which is which is cool and then also start... in the oh, uh, ce graphics or the cea graphics it's actually a grunt mask which i thought was a nice touch oh, oh okay yeah i thought it looked like a mask i didn't go back and watch it but it looks like yeah it's like the funny. respirator mm-hmm that's cool. Yeah, it's a nice little touch. I forgot about that. So we start descending down, 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 down. Into the labyrinth. <laughs> um, they do, I think they do uh, a good job of making it interesting descent. And, like, at one point you can kind of go up a little bit, and then there's some structures, and then there's kind of some ramps on the sides. But you essentially kind of circle your way all the way down. And they have the cool music going. Mm-hmm. Well, the cool music. And if you're me, when you it's the cu- cool music going. Am I going the right way? No, no, no. There's no enemies here. Am I going this way? It's like da 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 da. I'm just like wandering around, wondering where to go. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. It makes me even more mad, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of inching towards the door. Is that door going to open? Let's see how close I can get before it opens. Oh, yeah, it opens. Okay, this is the way I'm supposed to go. Um, and then you yeah keep going down. And then you I do like this cutscene where the, when you finally get to the the cartographer and you whatever you like smack the button and then it has the halo <laughs> kind of what it <laughs> does look like he smacks it he just like you hits do. it with his entire hand the halo like the 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 press X to do something like it's just all about just smacking something <laughs> he's just smacking a projection yeah. push the one button and make it happen. Um, but I like how it kind of, it almost looks like a puzzle piece or something like that, right? It's kind of for a... Um, it like sections it apart yeah, yeah, and shows yeah. you like objects on each of the sections. Mm-hmm. And so then she, Cortana, essentially says that she's located the the control room, which is what you're looking for based off that. But now we got to get out and there's a bunch of radio chatters. Um, all your Marines are saying, oh no, there's more Covenant, watch out. And then, you know, they all eventually die. But you got to find your way back up to um to the pelican drop ship and that's where the 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 guitar starts in it feels so good when that guitar the guitar the electric guitar then you just start blowing stuff up and oh it's Mm -hmm. great if you if you have that rocket launcher still start oh yeah yeah that's where i realized i got the bandana skull on i have rocket launcher for days (laughs) 
Yeah, it was at that point where I remembered I had the rocket launcher, and I was like, oh yeah, I could use this thing and just blow my way out. <laughs> so you pair rocket launcher with pistol? Is that how you do it? That's how I did it on this on this level. That's yeah. what I did too. I, I just I mean that's I usually, just had a that's, pistol that's, and that's a rocket usually launcher. Usually, what I do, I have uh, whatever power weapon the map kind of gives, and then the pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on other playthroughs, I'll have the the plasma rifle because if I need a, especially on like legendary, to burn the the, the energy shields and then. Do a quick switch for yeah. the headshot. Um, yeah, so you make your way back up. You know, you get lost on the way down. You get lost on the <laughs> way up, whatever. <laughs> there's there's a lot of getting lost in this level. Yes. It's real bad. Yep. Um, but you eventually do make it back up, and Bungie decides to give you three uh, stealth elites to kill as well. Oh, they die in, like, two shots. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they are, also, also we also had stealth elites earlier in the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were down there. Uh, but yeah, that was that was hunters. nice. Were, is this the first time we were there? Stealth elites before? Oh no, there's stealth elites in Truth and Reconciliation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, there are. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time you see stealth elites is when they have swords in Truth yeah, and Reconciliation. Yeah, right, first the ship, floating swords. Just the goofy ass like, I you can't see me except for this huge <laughs> glowing sword I'm holding, and my violent scream before I charge. Right. Yeah, raw. Oh, there he is! <laughs> I love the uh, the elite, just the the screams, the the dying. Work, work, work. Rah. Rah. Yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> the The sound effects of this game were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like they even really the were. grunts with their like heavy breathing and stuff is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so four full hammers at the top, and you get a hop in, and um, Cortana talks about. Her, her line is, the last thing the Covenant would expect is an aerial insertion underground. She says it so matter-of-factly, too. <laughs> She's like, the last thing the Covenant will expect was an aerial insertion from underground. <laughs> You're like, okay, Cortana, thanks. Right, cool. Uh, but, you know, it is the last. What? Who would expect that? I would. Apparently not, not the Covenant. Not the grunts that were guarding that door. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it in the is... next mission, Oren. You're getting ahead of us. Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> this isn't mission five. Not yet. Not yet. It's a good mission, though. I can't wait. What um, What else do we want to talk about? Let's see. We're going to do Terminal here in a second, but anything that we missed? Highlights? Oh, um, um, I did. I know I've been talking about this for the last couple of episodes, but I did, in fact, look up the energy sword from this game. Oh, yeah. And it is, it's called the Type 1 Energy Sword. And this is the only time it's ever been fa- in a Halo game. And when the Sangheili wielding it drops it, it like uh, disables the magnetic field that keeps the plasma in the shape. And so the plasma basically like backfires and destroys the hilt, which causes the little like explosion mm-hmm. when it okay. when they drop it. So is that the same, is that same technology used for the fuel rod cannons in this game as well? <laughs> we haven't gotten to the fuel rods yet, oh, okay. Oren. I'm sorry. So I'm not ready to talk oh, about that is, yet. How, how do you guys do this? <laughs> not talk about oh everything. Oh, man. It's really you? hard. I want to talk about, you know, stuff that goes on I mean, later I all the time. brought up Halo 5. My goodness, I'm spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Locke the did the, the thing? <laughs> Don't spoil anything. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is this is a great mission. It's uh, it was Like I it's... said, it was very refreshing to, to just pop in the game and, and play it and... Uh, you just do a whole bunch of stuff. I, th- I think this and like Truth and Wreck might be my favorite two missions from this game, just because you oh, yeah? you do so much. Yeah, I, I really like Truth and Wreck because you just 
you go in and save keys, you know? You you <laughs> you do a lot. You shove it to the covenant, you know? Mhm. Yeah, and this one this is a fun this this is a diverse mission as well. And that those are the usually the best missions yeah. in Halo. Um should we do terminal? Yeah, we can do the terminal Let's real quick. This terminal is really really great. I like all the terminals, so every time I'm going to say it's amazing. Sorry. Um <laughs> I mean, this one's probably not, like, at the top of the terminals, but it's kind of, it's it's riding in the middle. Gives you a backstory of Guilty Spark and how he's dealing with not doing anything for, at this point, it was only, like, 3,000 years. So, um, well, 3,000 years since his last contact with the rest of the array. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how, we don't know exactly how long of a time in between, um, in between firing the array and this point in history. But um, no one else is talking to him. He's all alone. He, you know, he uh, shuts down for a little bit. He does... Does he, he does, take, like, a 150-year uh, nap or something like that? <laughs> basically. I mean, that's what I want to do. Life goals right there. <laughs> he so does talk about um, 2401 Penitent Tangent, which is a character we'll be seeing later in later Halo games. So it was really cool name drop. Because of, if you played the Halo series, you know what kind of happened in his ring. So it does, he does say, oh man, I wonder what's going on with that guy. It seems like bad stuff's happening over there on Installation 05. <laughs> but uh, we also see some of the uh, floody forms in this. Mm-hmm. We do see some, just one, just in the yep. tube. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of Guilty Spark's duties as Keeper of a Halo is to run tests and try to find a possible cure for the flood, which... Of course, he kind of gives up after a while and is like, "I don't have to do that anymore. I'm guilty, Spark." <laughs> does, but, um, does he um, does he call it the flood, or does or does he say like specimen or something, or do they not even like, or is it is it like basically? I'm asking, is it more of like a, a Easter egg for what's going to come later in the game, or is it? Or are they just he says research activities. Yeah, they haven't. So in the same the same scene flood. as the flood, it's research activities. Okay, quote, so it's unquote. a little okay. It's more subtle. All right. Yeah, it's very, all the Flood stuff is very subtle. He doesn't, he mentions the Flood in the um, previous terminal with, when he's talking to the Covenant AI in Truth and Reconciliation. But at this point, if you were playing the game for the first time, you still wouldn't know exactly what the Flood was. But um, Guilty Spark goes to sleep, he wakes up, and he starts talking about, why am I bored? I'm a machine. And so he also makes a really interesting uh, tidbit of information where he's talking about, I wonder if other monitors are experiencing the same feeling of boredom or is it because of my particular path to this installation, which is referring to exactly how Guilty Spark became Guilty Spark, which is in the Forerunner books, which I tell you guys to read every single week. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. Is it... Oh, I can't wait till next. Don't. Actually, oh yeah, next week's Don't. gonna be great. I might have to be on next episode <laughs> for more of the same. Yeah, and, and then, then it ends with him like doing some weird experiments on the Halo, like just yeah, stuff up. He, yeah, he's so bored he just starts ejecting parts of the Halo into space for no reason. So um, there wasn't a reason for that, right? Like I, I didn't. No, there was anything. no reason except for him to just watch the biological process as the halo rebuilds itself. Oh, okay. Because so he still has sentinels on the ring to rebuild it, but yeah. he's just bored. He's bored <laughs> as hell. He has no one to talk to. And then the um, transmission or the terminal ends with a uh, 
sentient proximity warning and vessel incoming and then just a flash on the ring which we get into next time on the next on the next episode of <laughs> Halo 1 Terminals <laughs> what is this ship i wonder if anyone's alive dun right. dun dun very nice. Let's do some community stuff and let's get out of here. Um, All what, right. So we posted, you know, we always post on Facebook or Twitter or your favorite social media platform. Um, we got some responses on Facebook that um, Oren is going to read. We just had some fun with it this week. Yes. So we asked, what's a silent cartographer? Wrong answers only. And uh, <laughs> so we got, we got quite a few good ones. Um, Devin Boge said, the thing that happens right after eating Taco Bell on a road trip. Yep. <laughs> yep, confirmed. <laughs> yep, when you're the passenger, yeah. Um, and then, uh, and there's just some dialogue, and, he, and someone, George responded to that saying, I thought that was a wet taco grapher, or tacographer. Oh, no. And, uh, things are just getting real better, <laughs> and then Devin clarifies, it says, no, that's actually right after eating gas station food, because you've already passed all the fast food, and you need to flood in all the hot sauce for flavor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So, get that picture, uh, molded into your brain. No! <laughs> Um, our our good buddy Caleb, um, he said literally me at work or in regards to what is a silent cartographer. Um, he says uh, literally me at work with my headphones in. I make maps for a living. <laughs> that was good. He's literally a silent cartographer. He's literally. So that's it. So Caleb, he's an Easter egg in the mission. Go find him. Yep. Um, <laughs> he is the silent he cartographer. Is the silent cartographer. He's the he's the button you mash. <laughs> Um, and then uh, our good guy Timothy Welsh, he says it's a silent fart that, based on the changing <laughs> smell, gives bystanders a full map of the person's digestive system. <laughs> That's pretty good. So. <laughs> and Tim also gave us on a more serious note about his uh, um, sort of uh, connection with the silent cartographer mission. And uh, I guess this was the demo of the game. Uh, once upon a time mm-hmm, ago, yeah. and uh, so Tim said that it was like the demo disc, right? Yeah, yeah. You, I guess you played this mission or at least part of it if if you had that physical disc back before downloadable demos. I think I have the demo disc for Halo. I think you do. I think I have the one you get you from Xbox Magazine. You... I will find it and I will post it on the group. I think you do because I think you mentioned at least something to that effect. Um, but he said that he and his friend played the demo at least a hundred times before they finally bought the game, um, which is just wow. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's that kind of intoxicating of a mission. Um, and then it's a great intro mission if you're like, this is Halo yeah, One. It, it really is. And to kind of to, to go into that more deep in more detail, uh, Miles Dill, um, another. Uh, active community member of ours he he gave his thoughts oh the guy who made the art he, yes he did make the art oh that guy um, that guy um very big halo fan he's actually been on the show uh once or twice um and the regular the, show, the regular the main the regular show, yeah. show um not this weird offspring <laughs> <laughs> um and he says so this is what he said about it um i think after several rock walkthroughs of different tactics in the game corridor fightings and open maps and short intense battles uh this mission rewards the player or this game rewards the player with a mission that allows him to practice all of these different agencies and tactics 
Um, there's a plethora of enemies and vehicles with, with infantry combat as well. Um, I think that this mission is the definitive experience for the game, as the rest of the game mm. returns to each of these agencies and focuses in a more intense phase as each new encounter occurs. And then second secondarily, it's a good show-off mission that encapsulates the soul of the overall narrative. Um, and so he, Dang, he Miles guy is he a professor? <laughs> he's a, he's I didn't realize we were asking for college essays now. <laughs> he's, a, he's a scholar, Halo, a Halo scholar. Um, mm, so, yes, uh, I mean you yes, can't argue. I do with believe. What he said, yeah, though. and I mean, like well, right, what I think that he like what he said that. I mean, we kind of set up like for the demo, but like really, this mission does, as he put it, encapsulates the soul of the narrative, where you are trying to find out the answer to a question but there's a problem like this door closing so there's a literal to, door you, know, you have to go <laughs> to this side mission while figuring out who these aliens are and then you go back and then you find your answer and then it leads to the next mystery to solve um mm -hmm. and it, you just keep going down the rabbit hole and quite literally keep going down into the halo uh for future <laughs> missions and stuff so wow boo it's brilliant what are you talking about that was great that was gold a, a plus so thank you very much, Miles, and uh, thank you for our other community members that wrote in, and uh, keep an ear out and a, uh, an eye out for our, our next week's um, post where we ask about your opinions on the uh, Assault on the Control Room mission. So I, I'm going to ask you guys a serious question. Okay. I've never really understood what the hell the silent cartographer is. Can you guys explain it to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like a cool name. Is that it? I think it's just was is it the forerunner name for the map? Uh, don't look at me. Where's where's uh? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the forerunner name for the map. We're for gonna do some on all air of the halos or just this halo. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. do some on you air do some, research. You do some googling. Um, but I've always yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where it's like, does it just sound like a really cool name? I just it, it does it sound really. Cool. I mean, yeah, like how I kind of interpreted it, just like in the back of my head, is that it, it's sort of a play on words where you're going to this isolated map room to find uh, the map of the Halo to then take you to the control room, which in and of itself is kind of another map of of halo that kind of shows you how to activate it and all the different other points of interests because mm -hmm. um, you, you know, i don't want to get too far ahead but we do get more visualizations of the ring in in future levels and so i think the silent aspect of it is uh just the fact that it might be more isolated and then cartographer just kind of refers to that map room yeah. that you mm -hmm. go in and and uh and kind of see like we talked about so that, that's kind of how I interpreted it, but if it is deeper than that, I would not be surprised. Um, so the silent cartographer is the covenant's word for the map room. Covenant's word, okay. It's the so it's the, so it might be either a mistranslation between covenant talk and human talk, or it might be a mistranslation that the covenant often do when reading forerunner text. Mm -hmm. So. It could be okay. either of those, or it could literally just be the translation of what the Forerunners do call this facility. Because the Forerunners like to call things really weird. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, their names are like Born Stellar Makes Eternal Lasting. That is a name. <laughs> <That's one person's laughs> that is someone's name. name. That is someone's actual name. 
<laughs> and actually, now so, that uh, I think about it, um, I, I want to say there's uh, Cortana mentions that, or I guess she mentions that in the beginning of the level, or does she mention that at the end of the last level? Where like she one, mentions she it at the beginning or the at the end of the um, last level, which is Truth and Reconciliation. Like they're searching for something called the Silent Cartographer yeah. or the Map Room Taylor. Oh or something. yeah, right. Oh yeah, right in the beginning, she says it's literally the first line. The Covenant believe that what they call the Silent Cartographer is somewhere under the the island and say okay. that it's a map room. So, and I rem- and, and, and keep does, in mind that they're like a religious, you know, zealot group of of you know beings whatever and so that kind of fits in with their vernacular i guess and their beliefs yeah yeah yeah, as if they believe that that there is an entity in this on this island that tells them all about the the halo Mm -hmm. geographically right but it's silent but it's silent it's very quiet (laughs) well maybe it's because it doesn't actually talk because it's just a map (laughs) yeah that's a good point all right all right enough of that that's enough (laughs) <laughs> sorry i asked let's end this no it's go good home. we all learned something and look at that i think yeah that was good speculation it's our brains all got a lines. little bit bigger today <laughs> added an extra wrinkle to your brain oh good uh all right that will do us uh do it for our debriefing of the silent cartographer from halo combat evolved on the next episode we'll be covering the mission assault on the control room Send us your thoughts at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved. Until next time, evolved. 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 Good luck editing this, David. <laughs>